depends on their understanding they have at the time of what all can what all God is doing in that. Because I know a lot of times in leading someone to Christ, you know, you're not preaching the whole sermon to everybody. But God has put that in you. Now, how are you going to get it out? You know, it talks about, Scripture talks about that kings search out the things. Well, listen, we're all kings and priests in the kingdom of God, and there's things we've got to search out. And part of that searching out is realizing who you are in Him. And, and I know you've heard that. We have taught that. We, be, we believe it. But yet, we're not doing the, everything Jesus said we could do. Now, is His Word not still true? The Word's true. So where's the problem? It's with us. It's with us believing it enough to step out on it and act on it. It's through faith in the name of Jesus. And it's not just doing something you want to do. It's as the Holy Spirit leads you. But He will lead you. He is leading you. He is. There's all kind of prophetic words in here. There's all kind of there's healing gifts in here. Some of you ought to be wanting my job. Come on. I want to raise up more people that want to do the things that God wants them to do. That, that's what he's about. That's what he came to do. You, you ought to want to be the best on your job, whatever it is, as far as just living for him. And when he gives you the right opportunity, you step into it. You take advantage of the situation that you're in because the spirit of the living God lives in you. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, you are equipped. Oh, is there more? You can get more. You can get prayed for. You can get more. But, you know, we're just lazy. We don't want to spend a lot of time reading the Word, getting to know. We don't want to spend a lot of time praying. I told a, a pastor one time, I said, uh, you know, of a morning you read or you pray, which do you first, you know, and we were just talking. And he said, well, reading's easy. Prayers work. When you get past God bless me, my wife and our kids and to heck with the rest of them, you know. When you get past that, when you get where it's not just all about you at least. It's about Him. It's about His kingdom. And listen, we've all been, we've all fallen in some, we've always all been messed up. But when we come back and ask Him to forgive us, He washes us and cleanses. And we go on our way. And I've got some scripture here that it's not on the overhead. But David said, How, what bliss belongs to the one whose rebellion has been forgiven and whose sins are covered by blood. Are the sins not covered by blood? He said, Then I finally admitted to you, God, all my sins, refusing to hide them any longer. I said, My life-giving God, I will openly acknowledge my evil actions, and you forgave me. All at once, the guilt of my sin 
washed away and all my pain disappeared. So my conclusion is this. Many are the sorrows and frustrations of those who don't come clean with God. Living within me, within you, is one just like Jesus. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, whatever term you want to use. He said, I'll send one just like me. And I have one just like that within me. And if you'd realize you have one just like that within you, the mighty Holy Spirit of God. Now, what's, what cannot the Holy Spirit do? We do call him. It is God the Father, God the Son. And it is the term, the full name is God the Holy Spirit. So he is God. Does he not live within you? If you're a believer, does he not live within you? Everything he has is at your disposal. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Look, if you knew I'd go with you, if you've got to go to court or you've got to go somewhere, if I'd go, if you'd ask me and I'd go with you, it would mean something to you. But that's a drop, one drop in a bucket compared to this eternal one that goes with us. But we just don't. This is why he said we no longer know him according to the flesh. We've got to get in a spirit realm and learn how to believe what the word of God says. And that he chose us. And let me tell you, those 12 that he chose... Well, let me say the 11. Were people just like us. They were just like us. They were ordinary people. But when God's Spirit began to, to rule them, things changed. Things changed. Well, where's the, where's the glory hallelujah in here? Where's the shouting over the victories we've had this past week? Come on. God is good. He met my every need this past week. He is good. And He's doing everything in your life you're believing Him to do. Lord, you're so good. You are so good. Jesus Christ went to the cross. At the cross was God's plan to redeem mankind. It wasn't particularly to make you happy, successful, or wealthy. That's up to you. What you want to do with what God's given you. You've got a choice to do with what God has given you. He redeemed mankind. Everyone that will come to Christ and say, I'm wrong, you're right. I accept Jesus Christ into my life. That person gets redeemed. The Spirit of God comes to live within them. What they do with that. How far they go with that. How far do you want to go with that? You know, in some business, horse training, I didn't study under somebody who's barely getting along. 
I wanted to study the best guy there. I went to the best in the business, paid tuition, stayed two weeks, and had a great time. I even traded horses while I was down there. I helped him sell one. I learned from him. Because you know what? I wanted to. Why don't we look at God that way? Why don't we think, God, there is more. Why, why am I? See, if, if you see things working and it's not working in your life, you need to say, God, what's wrong in my life? What's keeping me? It may not be a big thing. It can just be a little thing. It's just maybe changing your attitude about the way you look at it, what he wants. It's still a faith walk of believing in the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's still that. But when, see, he redeemed us, and he, said, he told, you know, go proclaim the gospel. That's what he told them. Jesus said, all power, all authority is given to me. Go expand my kingdom. That's what we're about. That's what Stella's about. That's what you're about when you proclaim Jesus. That's what we're about in our everyday life. We just need to be conscious of what we're doing, regardless if it's washing dishes or feeding horses or something that you think doesn't amount to anything in the kingdom of God. If you're not faithful in the little things, you'll never be faithful in the big things. You've got to grow where you're planted. But you've got to know you're equipped. Say, I'm equipped. I believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I believe the Holy Spirit lives within me. I want to do the things Jesus said I could do. Come on now. Some of you are still debating that. And the passion... It says, his spiritual seed shall serve him. Do you think when you get up, I'm going to go serve the Lord today? See, start the day. Lord, I present my body a living sacrifice. I've come to do what you want to do. And I know I need to renew my mind. I know I need to do those things, Lord. See, just... Get aware of him. Lord, I know you're going to go with me wherever I go. We had a pastor's meeting yesterday, and one of the pastors, he said uh, he had to go to the casino. I forgot what for. It wasn't because he wanted to. He said, I was afraid somebody would see me coming out of there and think I was out there gambling. I said, come on. You're bigger than that. You ought to know better than that. You know, whatever we're about, we know he goes with us. He, he leads us. He guides us. We are his spiritual kids. John 4, 24. God is a spirit. <clears throat> and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. John 6, 63 says, It's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits how much? Nothing. One translation translation says it's useless. The words that I've spoken to you are spirit 
and life. The words I'm speaking to you this morning are spirit and life. And we've got to get in, in that realm. <clears throat> You've got to get over this believing I'm a worm, I'm a nobody. Listen. We've all had junk, junk, junk. And the longer you think of it, the less you'll do in the kingdom of God. You've got to quit thinking about it. You've got to learn to control your mind, and you'll not do it without renewing it in the Word of God. It is a battle. It is a battle. I've ministered to a lady just a little bit, and I wasn't sure where she was at, and I sent her a text yesterday morning, and I've mentioned one of the verses in Psalms 91. She said, oh, that's great. I've memorized that psalm. I love the whole psalm. I told Dixie, she's a little further along than I thought she was. <laughs> but she's got some word of God in her. We, we've got to have the word of God. But a, a great number of Christians want to experience Christ or his spirit in our flesh. We're still waiting for some feeling. I've, I've told you, you know, we still want to be Clark Kent coming out of the phone booth. You know, be Superman. We want this thing to just overcome us. But no, it's a faith walk. It is a faith walk. And I've already asked you, nobody said they saw Jesus in his flesh this morning. So... Ellen, are you hot? Is it too hot in here for you? No. Are you cold? No. Okay. See, she knows in her flesh whether she's hot or cold. You don't feel your spirit that way. That's your flesh. And God wants us to know him more in the spirit realm. Our senses are controlled. Our bodies are controlled. Our souls are controlled by our five senses. What we see, feel, smell, taste, or hear. We go by those things. We walk by and we give somebody a pat. Well, they know they like me. They're affirming me. They're familiar with me in some way. But your spirit's not controlled by your five senses. We can connect to God through our born-again spirit. We talked about this last week. Your spirit got saved. God put his spirit in your spirit. Your body didn't get saved. You know, we've been trying to get our bodies under control. Our soul didn't get saved. That's why we have to renew our minds. We have to, to work on changing these things because we walk by faith and not by sight. <coughs> Excuse me. We're dual citizens. I'm seated with God in the heavenlies. We read <clears throat> a while ago when we, were, when we were baptized, Christ arose from the grave, we arose with him. If he's seated in the heavenlies, we're seated with him. 
<clears throat> but we have a dual citizenship. We're also living in this earth in a human body that has a spirit that's been born again. We have a soul, a mind, will, and emotion, things that we're trying to get more Christ-like. See, the spirit realm is eternal and has always existed. Your spirit is eternal. When Ronnie Crew died this past week, his spirit went to be with the Lord. We'll have a service, but Ronnie won't be here. They can bring his ashes, but Ronnie won't be here. Your spirit is eternal. You, you cannot feel your spirit. We're not human in our spirits. We're Christ. We've got the Godhead in us, in our spirits, that's born again. Peter Lord said 60 years ago, you think a holy God's going to come live in you and not make you holy? But it's a process of us equipping ourselves, allowing Him, believing Him. Deity is the Godhead, is a spiritual being. Jesus, after He was crucified, you remember the disciples, they were locked up in a, I mean, they locked themselves in a room. They were fearful they were going to be the next to be crucified. And you know, remember what happened the second time they were meeting like that? All at once, Jesus shows up. And what does he do? He said, Thomas, feel my hands. Because Thomas said, I'm not going to believe it till I see the hole in his hands, the pierced side. So Jesus just said, now how did he get in there? It'd be just like coming through that wall. He just appeared. See, he had a spiritual body, and then his heavenly body, he could have a physical body also. Feel my hands. Feel me, touch me, see I'm real. And he said, oh, give me a piece of that fish, and he ate it. Then what did he do after he talked to him? He chided him for unbelief. He was gone the same way. See, that's a body we'll have in eternity that he had during that time. See, there, there's a different realm that he wants us in. Some of you may be planning when your life's over to be cremated. You wouldn't do that if you thought the body was really saved. See, it's just our earth suit. But let's just believe Jesus. Let's just believe he is who he said he was. And let's believe the things he wants us to do. If you're walking in what he's got for you, good for you. That's what, that's what I'm doing. I'm believing him. I'm stepping in where, I'm, where I believe I can and I can make a difference. I met with eight pastors yesterday. I'm telling you, this men's meeting will be great in two weeks. It'll be a changing thing in lives. But you know, we'll go and speak life this week. Maybe just that tap on the shoulder means something to someone. But I challenge you today, if you're born again, 
Jesus Christ said we could do what he did. Does the Godhead not dwell within us? Does his word not say we are complete? Amen or oh me? Come on. I'm not condemning you. I'm just telling you, look what's out there. If I'd say there's gold under this stage, there's silver under this stage, some of you be up here overnight and have this stage tore up that quick. Now, come on. See, you can, that's literal terms. Spiritual things are greater than that. He said wisdom's better than gold and silver. Godly wisdom. See, that, those things, they're within our spirit. Let's walk in those things. I decree that the kingdom of God is here and it's now. And there's things that you're believing. It's some of the things you're believing are going to be in heaven. I'm telling you, the things of God are for us now. The word of God is for us to live by in this day, not in heaven. It'll all be different up there. We won't have the battles there that we're having here. But we got to believe that the kingdom of God is now and that you have been chosen. The word of God says in uh, Ephesians that he chose us before the foundation of the world. So he's got a plan and purpose. Let's stand. Let's just agree to walk with him in the kingdom of God. So the question is, are we born again? Now maybe God's done a work in you and sometimes, and I'm going to tell you, I don't know how many times I got, I backslid, got off the road, got into sin, had to come back. I've repented. I've been prayed for. I understand we can get away from God. But I understand also he had no problem with that prodigal coming back. He put the best robe on him. The father welcomed him right back in. He said, just come. Just come. So if you need a fresh touch from God for you to walk in what God's got for you, I'd like to lay hands on you and pray for you this morning. I want to release what God, I want to release in you what God's already done. Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to proclaim the kingdom of God. To preach the good news. And I believe the power of God is here. To heal, liberate, save, whatever is needed. So it's your choice if you choose to walk out of here carrying the need that you came in with. Because Jesus Christ wants you to live it right here. Lenny, I'm glad you came. I'm glad you're here. Lord, we just bless you. We just bless you. We worship you. Lord, thank you that you've chosen us. And listen, I told you last week, you're not an ain't. You're a saint if you belong to God. You're special. You're special. You have an eternal spirit within you. And God wants you to draw near to him. He's going to reveal more to you as you press into him. Press into him. I'm not trying to make you a preacher. 
I'm not trying to change you. I, I want to change you, but I want you to be whoever he wants you to be. I want you to go wherever he wants you to go. I want you to be led by that spirit that lives within you, not by your soul or your flesh. Lord, we just bless you today. Alan, just come. Let's just worship him. Just worship him. You got to learn to worship him. Come on, man. We've got to learn to worship him. So listen, we do the things that are important to us. What's more important than this?
I really felt like we needed to extend healing. I was reading this and it said Jesus went about teaching in the synagogues, preaching the good news about the kingdom and healing people who had all kinds of disease and sicknesses and all kinds of diseases and disorders, people with all kinds of demons, epileptics, paralytic, and Jesus healed them all. I don't know what the diseases are that you have, but there's probably some in here that need healing. I think we need to extend that too. So if you feel like that you uh, have some problem that hadn't been able to be healed, come forth and we'll, we'll believe that Jesus is gonna heal you today. He healed all diseases. He cast out all demons. Jesus lives within us, so the Jesus is here big time today. We're little Jesuses, I guess you could say. Believe that, have faith to believe that he's here. He's within you, that resurrection power, the power that raised Jesus from the dead lives within us. And that same power can come against diseases. So, any other words this morning?
Or I fell at work and she's had that knee injured before and they're telling her she's going to have to have maybe some surgery, but we're believing she doesn't have to. That's what they're praying for about. Uh, about two weeks ago, we prayed for Jackson. He came forth and we prayed for him to receive a job. And this morning he comes and says he has a job. It wasn't exactly the one that was praying for Home Depot, but he, he's going to be located at um, Sand Springs at Atwoods. So it's the same job he wanted, but a different location. So that's a miracle that the Lord provided for him that job. So I'm telling you, there's miracles in this place. So exercise your faith like he did. You guys that haven't signed up for the men's retreat, get that, get signed up so we'll know how many's coming. Invite somebody, bring them with you. If they don't have the money, just tell them to come. It'll be all right. We'll cover it. does he provides everything my daughter who's 22 and of course you're afraid to ask for help when you're at that age she um has bald tires well recently god gifted my photography with a partnership with a tire company as long as i promote his stuff with my rodeo photography um we get uh, she gets his tires at five dollars ab above his cost um, and she has a SUV, so the tires are more expensive than my little tires. But God gifted her with four brand new awesome tires for $400. She was like, and he's nationwide. So she just went to his warehouse, picked him up, and now she's not going to have issues with bald tires. God is so good. He provides needs even when we don't even know that they're there. He takes care of us all makes mother feel better about it. <clears throat> Don't forget our Wednesday night service. I think uh, Angie's going to teach this week and then David will teach the next week. No other word? Well, let's believe. Let's believe. Why not us? Come on. What about, what about that zippity-doo-dah? Come on. Lord, we thank you that your word never returns void. God, you are who you say you are. You are in us who you say we are. And we choose to believe you today in Jesus Christ's name. And I speak blessings over the people. Lord, that you've met all of our needs according to your riches in glory. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>